put it in a verse. Uh, bitches mad because I'm, I'm winning. If it's new, then I'm, I'm in it. Hoes, stay in my business. I'm on demon time. Got you bitches, niggas, standing. God knows cool these bitches with they hog pass. On with your nigga, get your dog back. Hey. If he ain't got no kitty, then that dog mad. Hey. Bad bitches, uh, 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 mad. Hey. Woof. If it's money, I'm going to take put it. We're back with another episode of Random Acts of Flyness. It's February. I don't know why she's, she's laughing. Um, nothing's quite funny yet. But it's February 23rd. It's because, Friday, Junior. Because, because Dre just called me a very mean name. And, you know, we're happy. We're happy to see another day. A lot um, happens off screen, y'all. You know, I get abused. Abuse. No. I get abused backstage. It's a lot of abuse. No. Um, my coffee it's, is already cold. No, always what cold. coffee? What um, coffee? My food is never done. There's no. I don't even have an assistant. What are you so I'm really raw about? dogging the shit. My hairstylist is, it's, it doesn't even show up to work. Who's the hairstylist? Exactly. <laughs> but. I think we're ready to get into episode three of Random Acts of Flightness. So much has happened. So, what is this episode called again? Um, They got some shit that'll blow out your back. I don't know what we're naming this episode just yet. Um, We're going to, I was going to say Hotepery. (laughs) No, I was going to name it, actually, we have to go back over the episode to really grasp it, because I Mm -hmm. I, should have wrote down the names, the potential names. Um, I'm already I'm already feeling this episode. This is a really good episode. Um, wait, wait, wait. Feeling the episode of the podcast or feeling the episode of the show? Um, the podcast. Okay. But like, yeah, chap. Yay. Mm. All right, so let's begin. I'm going to press play. Scene one. We uh, we see him flying, descending from the sky on yes, his phone and stuff very like peacefully. that. Very peacefully. Very peacefully. Um, so, um, I would like to just compliment. Well, we gonna, I'm going to get to a point where I compliment it, but I'm just know there's a compliment coming soon. Okay. But. <laughs> there's a compliment coming soon. <laughs> um, he enters through a back door, and as he's like walking through this apartment, I was wondering, um, I wonder if this is the same apartment as Pan. From the last episode with the uncles. That would be so cool. And for them I don't to cross know. over for an episode. But yeah, seeing one flying on his phone, descended from the sky. He They're takes back. his shoes off before he goes into. That's cool and so classy. My uncle does the same Very thing. Very classy. They're even back. though, was he even walking anywhere? Um, I mean, he walked on the roof, but like he flies everywhere. You know, he might get bird shit on his shoe. Maybe, <laughs> but they're kissing again. I'm surprised by this you, because like, you just they skipped were so a lot. Distant. What do we skip? You skipped when Terrence walks in and he hears a vibrator. Oh, not I just, didn't hear that vibrator. You didn't hear. I don't want to hear it now. You're not gonna. You're just gonna hear like the. V- oh, vibrating stops. That's yes. interesting. Yeah. But yeah, but they're kissing again and stuff like that. But with masturbation. <laughs> yeah, but um. This is definitely getting cut out. It definitely is. You know, so I'm just going to say what I want because. um, Now it's not getting cut out. Yes, it is. (laughs) Uh, It is getting cut out. The acts of Terran. (laughs) 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 Cut this out. Yeah. Cut this out. But mm-hmm. not enough about that. Mm-hmm. They kiss again, and they're having affection and stuff like that. Naja calls Terrence baby cake. This is new. Um, Did they, like, (laughs) transport to another dimension or something? Let's get into that. So Naja calls Terrence baby cakes and they share a little kiss. (laughs) Kiss. And Terrence says, did I wake you up? And uh, Naja asks, did you get my text? And they're doing the airplane mode thing again. They're having that conversation again. Remember last episode when Terrence said my phone's on airplane mode and now he's saying it again. So maybe this is a different type of thing. Yeah. That's what I thought too. I was like, they're having that conversation again. And this time... Naja doesn't leave. Naja doesn't leave and go out and like have on the sleigh outfit. She like goes to sleep. Yes, like I was, yep. She goes right back to sleep. Yes. Um. She then, but then she talks about how like this man gets attached to her and stuff. Xavier. Like that. Xavier. Xavier is Naja's other little man, the mm-hmm. bald one that she was with in oh. the bed last episode. He looks so different. But I was gonna mm-hmm. say like, yeah, he talks about getting attached and everything, and then mm-hmm. furthermore, um, Terrence like kisses her forehead and stuff like that. And, you know, that's the poly relationship. But gag. also, um, Naja was like, maybe that's like saying that he's getting too attached. It's like his passive, passive aggressive way of being like that, you know, Xavier isn't comfortable with yep. Terrence and Naja being Absolutely. together. Um, 
But then he picks up the phone. Terrence picks up the phone. Trying to, like, what you, trying what you to, watch on here? Right, like trying to see, like, what was you doing? You know, I love going through girls, like, YouTube history and stuff like that. Y'all be watching some interesting stuff. Shout out to all the girls out there. Hey, feminism. feminism. But, like, yeah, they be watching some real interesting stuff or whatever. Like, you know, either, like, you know, get ready with me and stuff like that. But, I mean, like, everybody watches stuff What you like be that. watching on YouTube, for real? I be watching... Sometimes I react to a music video I like. Uh-huh. Um, gameplays by Trap Celeb and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And JB's and, and <laughs> JB's live streams and stuff I like that. I love JB's. Me too. Love her. Go down. get that red bag. <sighs> oh, that's Trap Celeb. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> Who do I but watch? They, but they be playing GTA together. That's so fun. Who yes. Watch? I watch Corey X Kenshin a lot. I will watch like 24 hour no commentary gameplays of a game, like yeah. 4K, like. I was just watching um, Red Dead Redemption, like the full gameplay 4K, just watching it. It's like 28 hours. That's, I'm like, That yes. game used to scare me as a child. Red Dead Redemption? Yep, seeing all those white people toting guns. <laughs> no, no, oh, no. you know what my other favorite game is to watch over and over again? Uh, Mafia 3. <gasps> OMG, my brothers was obsessed with... I love that you're naming all the games that my brothers will play. Mafia 3, it's the black man. I'm forgetting his name. He was an army vet. And then, uh, da, 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 I'm not going to spoil it for y'all, but he goes back and he kills all these white people and all these KKK people in New Orleans. I, and I'm like, yes! I got to get that game now. It's Thank so you. good. It's but, so good. You know, that's interesting because Naja... And he meets a beautiful black woman and he falls in love with a beautiful black woman. That's interesting because Naja... Um, um, what about saying? Damn, lost my train of thought. All right, but yeah, but <laughs> but Naja plays games on her phones too, so that was a good little you got games you know, on your tag phone. Um, the stuff that Naja walks, I mean, watches and stuff like that. Um, then there's that um, moment where like this woman pops on this black woman pops up on the screen. Do you know who she is? I try. I thought I don't know who it is. I tried researching too. I don't know who it is. At first, I thought it was Dorothy Dandridge, but I'm like, no, that's <laughs> not Dorothy Dandridge. I'm like, who is this? And I want to ask Terrence so bad, but we can't do that because that's cheating. Yep. Um, <laughs> but then you know, then it pans to it cuts to a black girl getting attacked by a dog and stuff like that. You know, then it cuts to when. Yeah, right after the black woman talks, it shows a black girl getting attacked by a dog. I don't know if she's playing with the dog, but I think she's just playing with the dog. Black and white was fooling me. (laughs) It's not even in black and white. It was in black and white, but then the protective hair. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was. Look, look, it's not. Oh, well, it was black and white last night, and you definitely just hacked that computer to show me that. Okay. I feel like you have something against me. I don't know. All right. Protective hairstyles and everything. Um, I don't know. Were they talking about how, like, in the future, maybe we'll start caring about having longer eyebrows or something like that? I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe how, like, some trends are, like, trends are, like, weird. Obnoxious. Yeah, maybe. And, you know, like, you know, like, we'll do wild stuff. Yep. It concerned, like, eyebrows and Gucci hair and stuff like that. You know, that reminded me of this one video on Twitter of this girl. I like, know what you, yeah. when I saw that, I, I thought of this and I was like, Terrence is ahead of his time. Yeah. <laughs> He's but ahead like, of his time. And then everybody fell for it because it was obviously fake and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that talks about how like, I don't know, what is the media liter- literacy, I believe, or mm-hmm. something. Believing that something is real or not on the internet. Not really literacy, stuff. but just people being dumb. Yeah, like they don't know how to spot what's real and what's fake. Mm-hmm. Um, more so black people. I'm going to be honest with you. We are talking about black people here in this episode. So mm-hmm. black people fall for the most stupidest thing on the internet. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, the question, yeah, question, um, thoughts on pubic hair. Do you think that oh. you should care about pubic hair? Do you think that your part, that you should care about your partner's pubic care? Um, personally, no. Um, it's stupid to care about <laughs> body hair. Yeah. I mean, if you have a preference, whatever, whatever. But I feel like if you want somebody like shaved bald, like you need to like, Figure out something about yourself because that's a bit weird. But you want to know the difference between the thing about that and everything? It's not even preference. Sometimes people don't know the difference between preference and requirements and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I read that somewhere. I was like, wow, they don't. Like, you require your partner to do this. And like, oh, like you, you got to do this and you got to do that. Like, exactly. Whatever be- you got, it's okay. Yeah, it becomes um, controlling. But as far for me, pubic hair, um, Wow, this is going to get explicit. Oh, I no. I get too explicit and everything. You, okay. but, we're going to have to cut a lot. This, is, this, is fr- this, this show is supposed to be family friendly. No, it's... Is it? Uh, I'm talking about our show. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. We'll find out sooner <laughs> later. We'll find out. But, we we'll, might have to cut this out. But, uh, yeah... Far as me and stuff Just like say that, what I you sh- want and we'll like, yeah, cut it out. I shave and stuff like that because, like, funk can get caught up <laughs> in that shit. 
And yeah, I think people believe that men should, the folks that think that men shouldn't shave and stuff like that, some folks think that men shaving is like feminine or something like that. It's like y'all want niggas with bad hygiene so bad. Y'all believe masculinity equals bad hygiene and shit like that. No, niggas Mm -hmm. are just dirty out here. Mm -hmm. I just can't be a part of that. Reasons why I'm non-binary. But anyways, <laughs> but yeah, scene three, um, they talk about hotel beliefs and everything. Um, what did they talk about? Yeah, fluoride. Yeah, this, oh yeah, this yeah, is yeah, like yeah, a running yeah, yeah. gag. This is like a running gag. Yeah, 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 the two men. Yeah, the two men. They like pop in every, like, not every era. Yeah, almost every era the and whole stuff episode. like that. Yeah, throughout the, the whole episode. Mm-hmm. Um, fluoride controls the mind, you he know. Said, he said, uh, you know, the government used fluoride as a means for mind control. I heard that in person before, trust. Really? Um, absolutely. You Who know, said it? Um, I don't want to say. That'd be mean. Okay. <laughs> but the episode is about hair. Basically, the title is called "This Got Some This Got Some Bleed That'll Blow Out Our." The whole back. thing isn't about hair, but there's a section. Yeah, I mean, the show is called "They Got Some Shit That'll Blow Out Our Back," and they also talk about gun violence that mm-hmm. goes along with that. And I feel like that was a good title and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like blow out, you know, your hair and stuff like that, or blow out your back with gun violence and stuff like that, or just guns in general. Okay, um, so I think the title was just referencing. Uh, I have my theory. Okay, okay let me have okay. my theory. Okay, I have your theory, but I just okay, want to say. Okay, don't debunk I just the wanna, theory. Let no, me be. but okay, okay, but here's my theory. Okay, great. That the title was after the um after the song lyrics by Andre 3000 that he sang in the video. Love Andre 3000. Love I also, also love Andre 3000, Erica Badu relationship. And they had such a beautiful child. Interesting. Why are we talking about that? I don't know. They, uh, that just popped up in my head. Andre <laughs> 3000 is so known for, like, you know, just being so black with his, you know, like, hair and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Hair being so unique and everything. But anyways, Christianity was created in 325 A.D., not after Christ's death. Nope. After damnation. Yes. Oh, wait, 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 wait. You're, nope. you're skipping a little bit. Am I? Yes. Because he first says the black woman is God until you understand that your relationship in your life is never going to evolve correctly. Christianity was created in 325 A.D. A.D. doesn't mean after the death of Jesus, but after damnation. And B.C. means before ah, B.C., which people say means before Christ, but actually means before the Caucasians. Yeah, hotels be sounding crazy as hell at first, but I'm going to be honest with you. Also, I love the fact that in the video he's getting his hair Yes. You know, that's interesting. You know, know, they really ate the the consistency and everything Mm -hmm. coincided with the title. But, like, I was going to say, but, yeah. It's like at first he had me. He definitely had me at he first had and stuff me like at that. First. Like I was like, wait a minute. It doesn't mean after damnation. No, it means after death, after Christ's death and everything. You know, this is all biblical beliefs. But if you want to like, how do I put this? Interpret it in a certain type of way. This out of there, then hey, slay. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. That was interesting. Um, we can move forward to scene four. They touch your hair because they come from caves. And that's how they try to identify themselves and everything. I found that very interesting. Now, that it, it probably was a hotel belief. I don't know. But it also uh, it introduces us to the Hotep Squares thing. Oh, yeah, that was and people cool. saying, oh, this is a Hotep fact. And da, 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 is da, this da. a Hotep fact or is it a fact fact? Yeah. <laughs> like And, like, why uh, white people's lips are so thin because they invented kissing after the Moors came? Um, the West Asians, they, they've discovered kissing from mm-hmm. the West Asians and stuff like that um, because, you know, they just had thicker lips than white people and everything. Yeah. White people didn't discover kissing. White people didn't know anything about kissing. They mm-hmm. wasn't made to kiss. This is what I'm getting from it. It wasn't made <laughs> to kiss. I wasn't made to have affection. Stop. No. But, like, that's why white people's lips are small and we just, and they just, yeah, like, West Asians discovered it for real. Um, well, they discovered West Asians doing it and everything, I believe. How many niggas does it take to screw in a light bulb? Oh, wow. That's your note? Yeah. that That's what I picked up from that scene. There was a next scene where the two boys pop up again, the two men pop up again, and they, like, screwing in a light bulb and everything. I feel like that's, like, an analogy to, like, how many niggas does it take to screw in a light but bulb? Also, Only one. But Only also, one. the man says, you know, Edison didn't invent this. It was by uh, an N-word named Blue. Like, oh, that's interesting. He <laughs> stole everything from a brother. You know, they yes. always do. Yes. Scene five, the KKK murdered. Uh, I f- how do you say his name? I'm going to go slow. Mohaiden Moye? Mohaiden? Mohaiden? I mean Moye? All respect to him and everything. Yes. Um, He was murdered um, by the KKK because 
Yeah. He you looked lead, it up too? Yeah, he was leading the Black Lives Matter. He was a leading Black Lives Matter activist known mm-hmm. for crossing the yellow tape to take down the Confederate flag. That was such a beautiful video to mm-hmm. me, like, period. You know, that's such a let's take action instead of just not doing anything and everything. That was interesting to see. Yeah, a year later after that, Moye uh, was riding a bicycle and he was shot. And, um, yeah. That's so terrifying. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. And that's where the gun violence thing comes in. Mm-hmm. But then we pan back to will we start using eyebrows for, like, fashion and stuff like that? But, you know, black people. But does this mean that black people are obsessed with hair? I mean, I feel like, I mean, I feel like everybody is. Yeah. To but a certain I mean, extent. I think that, um, I think just, like, the links that will go with protective styling is a bit wild. Yeah. Just so like, like the things that we do with our hair and the new trends that we constantly have with our hair. That makes me think about how, like, this um, woman and everything, after pregnancy or, like, during she was pregnant, she does de- she developed some type of, like, um, disease and stuff where, like, she has to wear protective hairstyles in the shower when she gets her, when she has a wash day and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. The effects of pregnancy is crazy. Did you, you know? skip um, Sinai Miller? Sanai Miller? Yes. What was that about? There was the Girl Scout. That oh, yeah, the nine-year-old? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. I didn't skip that. Mm-hmm. Um, nine-year-old girl shot while selling Girl Scout cookies and everything. Um, um, did, she, did she live? Yes. Yes, yeah. she lived. Yes, yeah, she Bless was fine. Um, she, uh, it was the first time that a Girl Scout was shot while doing, you know, her Girl Scout things. This was in Indiana, and um, in her little... Um, in her little interview, she said, what did I do wrong? You know. Which is really sad. Yeah, that's really sad and everything. You know, that's crazy. The first girl to be um, struck by a bullet selling Girl Scout cookies is, lo and behold, a black girl. That's freaking insane. Yeah. Um, scene six, bad hair. Now, Woo! this is where I talk. This is where the compliment comes in. I love, like, these or, like, I wouldn't say CGI. Is it CGI? I don't know. But the effects and everything that this show has, you mm-hmm. know, with him flying and stuff, that looks smooth and stuff. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look, you know, too, like, it doesn't look poor and stuff like that. And the bad hair thing, that looked very interesting and stuff like that. Besides when the hair, like, went back on the woman's head, that you could tell that, you know, she was still bald. But, you know, it's, <laughs> a, it's, a, it's a show. But, yeah. Um, for yes, C- I love the, uh, oh. Uh, I love the little hair just, like, becoming, like, a thing. Exactly. <laughs> like, becoming, like, its own person. I wonder if that was just, like, a child and like like in in like a big just like hair. Wow. <laughs> a imagine. big like hair just like hey, yeah. hey. and then they talk about like, you know, quote unquote bad hair. That's what the segment is called. And like yeah. it's force yeah, you know how in the black community or just in all com- like in America or just everywhere, period. For C hair is like considered bad mm-hmm. and everything. Is that an analogy to the title bad hair? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um beauty salons not being fair to like folks and everything. They telling like, you know, sometimes Folks would tell you, make sure your hair is blowed out before you get here and stuff like that. Or the prices would be too high and shit like that. Nobody mm-hmm. can afford those prices just to get their hair done and stuff. Maybe, and that's what that's what it showed me and everything. Because in the episode or like in the segment and everything, she's trying to get her hair done. She's like, you need to put all this and that. You know, mm-hmm. you know, we can't do this and everything. Like, you know, they just do all that good stuff. You know, you got to learn to love, you know, your hair. With, 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 with getting my hair done, with mm-hmm. the type of hair that I have, like... Like, bro, like, I really got to blow dry this out. Like, you can't just put some braids in and, like, just, like. Because, like, I, I never had to do that <laughs> with, like, with like as a kid. Right. Like, nobody ever had to do that with my hair. But, like, I understand washing it. Like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, like, I wash it. Like, yeah. But, like, you want me to blow dry it and it got to be this type of length <sighs> and, you know. You don't know how to do hair. Just they just needed they just, they just needed to say that like I got to flat iron it and I got to do all this and like I got to come blow it out and I got to do all this stuff the night before and I'll be tired and like like just braid my hair literally <laughs> just braid it just do it you know and so she ends up going to jail um the for hair getting, you know there's like I I don't want to skip over this part okay. there was a part in the alley and stuff like that where like all the hairs were like you yeah, know ganged up and like, I got a hot comb for your ass and everything <laughs> that was very interesting that was a cool little moment um she ends up getting caught like the bad hair ends up getting caught by um the police officers and stuff like that and. Like, she goes to jail. She meets this woman while she's taking a shower. That's funny. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she brought her, like, is that coconut oil? 
Yes, it was like coconut oil or something. You know, and I saw that little pig. I said, now what is that little pig on? Ah, But it was interesting. She rubs in the um, coconut oil and everything. She said, the woman tells her, your hair is not bad. You have bad hair, you know, in a powering type of way, like mm-hmm. a baddie and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, love yours. That was a whole little journey she had to have to mm-hmm. learn your hair. You know what I mean? Your hair is good either way, if, if, even if it's 4C, you know, or just 4C. You know what I mean? Your hair is still good. Mm-hmm. So we move forward to scene seven where they talk about we. The dude was like. Um, wait, 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 wait. I have a question. What's up? For the bad hair thing. What do you think about the term bad hair and where it comes from? I hate it so much. It comes from colorism. It comes from texturism or just purely anti-blackness and everything. Mm-hmm. Like that is it and, and it and it and it's weird and everything cuz like you go to school or you're in any type of public place, people automatically going to judge your hair and stuff like that. Like folks, you know, folks with like I'll say 3A or like 2 whatever and stuff like that. They can just roll out of <laughs> bed, just do this that there just run their head over water and just have a nice day. Mm-hmm. We have to foresee hair people. We have to braid it. Do this, that, and a third. Make sure it looks this, that, and a third so we don't get called no type mm-hmm. of hood rat, be called no type of N-word or whatever, you know, not be discriminated against. Did you see that tweet of that girl? And she was like, oh, look at my hair. It looks like I'm mixed with something. <laughs> Did you see that? Mixed with stew and oopy. Like, that stew was... And, that was stew so, and pit. Stew <laughs> and oopy. Like, that actually threw me and everything. Um, she said, well, it, it looks like I'm mixed with something. Mixed with what? That's, you know... Black? Um, scene seven and stuff like that. The dude, dudes are two dudes are back. They're back. They're like in the forefathers' days or whatever. You know, back when I like, think I think we skipped something. What do we skip? After with Sinai, uh, it says Alton's gun did not save him. Oh yeah, and that's t- that's sorry. Why, that's why I didn't write that down and everything because <laughs> <laughs> you know we just had a malfunction in the studio. <laughs> you just broke. <laughs> How do you even? Because oh. it's this thing right here. Do you see? Is yeah. this thing? So Drea just broke the mic. <laughs> Why are you like pulling on it? Because I have to make on love her. to the mic. I, I'm in love with radio so much that I uh, fall in love with the mic and I hold it. I caress it like pulling a baby. Pulling on her. But yeah, back to business. Um, got that fixed quick. <laughs> yes. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah um, what if we couldn't fix it and you just had to hold it up like this? That would be. That would actually be cool if I could just hold the mic and everything. But anyways. Um. <laughs> Yeah, the gun didn't save who? Uh, Alton's gun did not save him. Mm-hmm. We're just talking about Alton Sterling, who um, w- uh, two police officers shot Sterling while he was pinned down because uh, allegedly Sterling reached for his gun in his pants pocket. That's Apparently he had a gun, but... Um, you know... Um, allegedly. Per, allegedly, per. But... Mm-mm-mm. Scene I'm seven, off. scene seven, and everything. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, they talk about weave. Are they saying like white people make weaves, or like are white people selling the weaves, or like are black girls, you know, empowering themselves and like selling weaves and stuff? Not empowering themselves. Well, yeah, empowering themselves. Slight. I guess that's a good like, question because uh, the man says he puts on a wig. He puts on one of those powdered wigs, which reminds me of like uh, of like the justices in Africa yep. who have on the powdered wigs and they look really goofy. <sighs> But um, I'm not gonna talk about it. He puts on the powdered wig, and that's how he looks. And the other man says, "Like it's gonna make somebody who looks nothing like you very wealthy one day." Yep. Now that 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 made me beg the question and everything. Are they saying white people make weaves or like selling weaves and stuff like that? Are they saying that because there are hella black girls that be selling weaves and stuff like that? There's just one black woman and everything. Um, she's on the Bell Collective. I forgot her name, Mm -hmm. but I'm from Jackson, Mississippi, and that's where she originated from. Mm -hmm. And she like sells weave. Throughout, uh, what is it called again? Um, vending machines and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That is like so cool. Shout, shout out to her. Like, but I think mm-hmm. the, um, the, uh, like if we're really talking about beauty supplies and like the main people that like sell yep. hair products to black people <gasps> are non-black people. Oh, they are non-black people. They usually are and stuff like that. That's like. I mean now, I mean now there are like black-owned stores. Yeah. But not as much as I mean I'm talking two thousands. It like 2010s, wasn't nobody owning no yeah. owning no beauty supplies. Um, uh, we go to scene eight and everything, mm-hmm. and like black people need guns. Black people need to be need to be armed and everything. This, or like say black women in general. But this so, is my favorite part. 
Yep. Isn't this where she like? Um, this is a so and so vanquisher. This is the this is like the vanquished nemesis, and she like uh, it's like an influencer. She's like a cute girly influencer. She's like, guys, look what I got. And she's like, yeah. she like opens the box. And it's like a big. Gun. Okay. She like puts out the gun, and she's like eight. And this is a a so and so Valkyrie. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I should have I should have searched up the name Valkyrie and everything because like I'm familiar with it and mm-hmm. the word vanquished enemy, whatever the case. Mm-hmm. That was that was interesting and everything. Um, so yeah, then it talks about how like, so this dude, he is from, let's see, or no, I don't think we're there yet. I don't think we're there yet. Wait, Um, okay. Okay. We got to go back a little bit. (laughs) So, um, uh, there is a quote from like a news report that said this girl was getting like stalked or something or like. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, hold on. yeah, she was getting stalked and everything. Yes, and her, her apartments parents, and stuff. And, like, her parents had to... Um, had to have a loaded gun on them at all times. They would uh, patrol the they would patrol the apartment at night with a loaded gun. And then that switches to uh, Philando's gun did not kill him and Philando's gun did not save him. And that's talking about Philando Castile, mm-hmm. who, um, who did have a gun on him during his little car thing, but he didn't pull it out or nothing and still died. Wow. And... Um, after that, Terrence, he is quoting a book called Black Rage by William H. Greer and Price M. Cobb. See, look at me searching things up. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> you want to talk about that? Um, oh, I, I was still on the fact that it says, um, you know, family families are formed to protect the young. And mm-hmm. the major function of family is to protect and everything. That was interesting. Um, yes, that, uh, that uh, the family is a functional unit. That's meant for protection. And black people can't really do that in America yeah. um, unless if they have guns. Yeah. Um, so It then says that, um, sorry, it says that um, capitalist salvation doesn't count. Data-driven salvation doesn't count. Your house doesn't count. Your daughter's house doesn't count. Your son's house doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Meaning that you're not really safe anywhere protection-wise. And with capitalist salvation, like, you can't just turn to white people and try to be, you know, the good black person and try to think that that's going to keep you safe. Right. Cause so, it won't. Yep. Don't be your uncle ruckus child. And so like, then it, then it shows how like black Panthers pulled up to like a California assembly yes. with loaded guns, you know, shotguns and pistols and on hand. That yes. was pretty interesting. And, um, Oh, you know, and that reminded me, um, about the black Panther thing that, um, the school, Texas Southern had. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it because I am M E S S Y. (laughs) So, so there was this poster that was going around and everything. You know, it was prior to hump day and everything. There's a hump day type of situation. And there was a poster that said, uh, you know, it's going to be like a march for like, like a march and everything. It was to, it was a march to commemorate our ancestors for everything that they've done. And we love them very much, but it was a march to commemorate our ancestors. And it was for black history month. How it was, I don't know how to put it. The attire was black Panther. The, the attire was literally black Panther party come dressed in your black Panther attire. And, um, I thought about that as I was writing all this stuff down about all of these people. I, I knew you were because I was like, I, was like, I, I just know. I it was thought like about that and I got angry about it again because all these activists that have given their lives away, mm-hmm. who have died for the cause, and um, when we're gonna talk about move and we're gonna talk about how they had a bomb dropped on them and how their children were killed in it and how their people were killed in it, but um, you know, we got people on campus that want to walk around and act like they're doing the thing for real. Mm. It's like don't do that. You know, like we're talking about Darren Seals and we're talking about all these people and we're talking about um, Moye and all that stuff. And it just as I was writing this, I just <laughs> I, I, I thought about exactly that and I got mad again. That was I don't know what was the I mean, yes, I think I do know the motive now, but that was what very, was it? Um, what was the <laughs> you don't know the motive either. What was the motive? Tell me. Oh, I didn't know the motive either, but I just assumed that it was like to commemorate the ancestors and stuff like that. How do you commemorate the ancestors with a march? I don't know. It really feels like disrespectful. <laughs> it felt it felt very disrespectful, if anything. It felt yeah. like you just wanted to dress up and feel like you were doing something mm-hmm. instead of actually doing something. Like the whole move thing, I looked it up and stuff, and they were in Philadelphia. They were based in Philadelphia. And they had a really big shootout with the police and like 
and like a dozen of them died and a bomb was dropped on them like they 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 like burned down their stuff and they shot them and they killed a lot of them uh there was a fire that killed six move members and five of their children and um destroyed 65 houses in the neighborhood and um it was like a bombing do your research before you want to put on black panther attires that was just that was say. just looking that up and just looking at that and just it's disgust <laughs> like it's like that, pure disgust like that like that just blew me it's away that we would like do that <laughs> you know it would be it would be more interesting if we did a march and it was like posters of like oh this so and so did this did you know that they invented this that and third you know it would have been interesting if call that it, was the motive call it a parade a parade black parade shout out to beyonce <laughs> Woo! But anyways we had a really big black panther chapter in houston and um there are like literally historical places in houston where like um i remember i was driving around and um and somebody told me, like, oh, that was where uh, the Black Panthers got into a shootout with the police. And, like, all of them died. Yeah. And it's just, like, how, like, I don't know. And people were texting me to, like, calm down. But I was, like, no. No. Like, it's, it just. Whoa, 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 whoa. It, was a black person telling you to calm down? I understand why they were telling me to calm down. What was the understanding? I was understanding that I was getting very angry Yeah. about it. And, you know, but. And and I guess that they saw that it was commemoration. Whatever. If you see that's commemoration, if you think that that's proper, they then then they think that that's proper. But I got mad, and 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 I got mad at it again because, like, we're a black school and we do absolutely nothing for Black History Month. And I'm like, what the last few weeks that we have left, we do a fake march, and you say, come dressed in your Black Panther attire. And uh, there, uh, there's gonna be a DJ there, hump day right after. Like it just bring your own drinks. No, but like that <laughs> yes, shit was like that crazy. was the vibe of it, and like, it just like it just filled me up with so much anger. You know, like the same way that I'm feeling right now. Like I feel like if I was white, I would be turning red right now. Like <laughs> I'm just like it's just so like. I'm still gagged by that. I'm just gagged. <laughs> I'm still gagged. I'm by gagged that. and I'm just angry. Like, why would y'all do that? Yep. Why would y'all do that? But we can move forward. That was a star opinions on that. That was very counterproductive. That was so that was uh, or non productive at all. Non productive. But scene <laughs> eleven. I you know, I'm counting these scenes, but I'm pretty sure that I'm very off, but still. Probably. The next scene girl is scared for her life because her friend um, was shot and burned, thrown yes, into a dumpster. This is, dang it, I didn't write down her name. Her name started with an S, though. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. And what was the boy? Who was the boy, Darren? Was Darren Seals. Darren Seals, yeah. The KKK murdered Darren Seals. Darren Seals was a anti-police brutality. Uh, he wasn't a part of Black Lives Matter because mm-hmm. he thought that Black Lives Matter, the uh, the people who were, like, the leaders of it were scammers. Oh, yeah. And um, he tweeted... And said the only thing hashtag D-Ray, hashtag Netta, or hashtag Black Lives Matter, the org did in hashtag Ferguson was tweet about our work and collect money, mm. which is real. And I want to talk about that for five seconds. Yep. If you don't know who D-Ray is, D-Ray is D-Ray McKesson, mm-hmm. if I'm not confused. D-Ray McKesson is a, um, he was a part of Black Lives Matter. Yes, he's the one with the blue vest on all the time. Uh, and he was a big activist i'm gonna say quote-unquote activist yeah and uh he got rich off of um black lives matter and off of all that not saying that he didn't care for the cause or anything but um did he really do any fighting did he really do anything except wear a blue vest and go on red carpets wearing this blue vest Mm -hmm. (laughs) and just there's this picture of him of him like uh getting arrested but it's clearly fake. Mm. Like he's like looking at the can let me look at this. Activist films his own arrest. Like I mean like, you know, yeah. Like it's clearly fake and you can tell the difference between DeRay uh McKesson, who is um on red carpets and he's holding up his fist and you know and you know, he's getting all the money. He's all rich, you know, he's on talk shows and all that. Yep. Um, opposed to Darren Seals, who passed away in twenty sixteen. Uh he got shot, and uh, they found him, and uh, he found him dead in a burning car. That's crazy. So, 
it was just really. Child. Which brings us back <laughs> to the to the to the fake protest. The the like main organizers of black of uh, Black Lives Matter are millionaires, millionaires, and haven't given any money back to any of the people that were affected. Haven't given anything to Alton Sterling. Haven't given anything to um I can't remember all the names, but um it's just messed up. Constantly, how the real people do, who are really out there doing the work are getting bombed and getting shot and being placed in burning cars, and then the ones like Dorema Kesson, um, what's that woman's name? She was on the BT Awards and she was like doing a poem, and she was uh, doing like a poem about uh, police brutality. I do not remember these rich blacks that like to go on BT and talk about what they're doing and da 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 da, da but they're not really doing anything. And I, the real people that are actually doing stuff are getting the real repercussions from it. I always forget this man name. Ooh. He's not white. I mean, he's not black. He he passes as Sean skin. King. Sean freaking King. <laughs> he's gonna burn. He's gonna burn very very badly. I'm trying to remember who, who what this woman's name is. I can't remember it. But she is just. It's just it's just these rich, like palatable blacks right. that you know that aren't talking about who you know don't like bow to um capitalism. Mm. And you know, we're talking about like socialist type of blacks and you know, who aren't, you know, clean enough for T V. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, they but wouldn't they, they wouldn't let Darren Seals on T V. Mm. They wouldn't let Moye on T V. He was too he was too militant for them. Mm. So you know we got to get the good ones. We got to get D-Ray on the screen, and we got to get a, uh, we got to get um, you know da 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 on the screen. Remember when this was like during 2020 when everything with uh, Breonna Taylor and uh, Floyd, Floyd, yes, was happening, and like people were making music videos. That okay. So let me talk about <laughs> it because it's no well shade. Yeah, her. You're a part of the shade and Big. everything. I'm talking um, about the, her. I'm talking about little baby. Did, I'm it, talking about Usher. Didn't it win I'm a Grammy? A little, I'm talking a little bit about Anderson Pack. Mm. That's that was very fake fake activism, y'all. That I I don't care if you donated that money to like charities, whatever the case may be. That was like fake activism. That 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 didn't feel genuine. It felt very I don't know. It just felt so weird. Like a song titled "I Can't Breathe." No, ma'am. That's really no, ma'am. It's okay to make music about what's going on in the community, of course. Yeah. But we're not about to make a fake protest. And little baby did that. What's that song called? It's, um, it's called some called like the something change. What's uh, that song called? I don't know. Little baby, they were everybody was up in arms and thought that baby deserved every type the of bigger accolade. Picture. The, the bigger, bigger picture, the bigger picture with this fake. Uh, that was so. They um, thought that he was eating it. He was not. He was You're not. not. You're not eating it. You're not. You're not. Where's the button? <laughs> You're not eating it at all. <laughs> You're not eating it at all. It's clear that even if you meant it as a message. The way to go about it is not let me orchestrate a protest and let me show everybody that I care. Lil Baby probably does care. He's a black man. That reminds me of when people were taking pictures, like having photo shoots at the protests and everything. Santana. Yes. Santana. Santana. <laughs> you know, Santana is wrong for that, but that was that that was that I, I kikied a bit. I'm sorry. The whole that was so dramatic, the all black with the shades. Yes. But that wasn't He had an all lives matter sign. Oh yeah, mm. <laughs> again, <laughs> again, and and remember the baby. Remember when he was on the BET Awards and somebody was kneeling on his neck, and I but, looked at that and I was like, "That's disgusting." Everybody was like, "No," I mean, like that's what happened. I'm like, so you are like simulating a black man's death. That's not for that's white people because even though it was on the BET Awards, like white people own BET. <laughs> Truth be told. And then in the next breath and everything, after he does all that shit for black people, he talks about how gay people contract AIDS and HIV and stuff like that on stage. It was just the mess that 2020 was with black capitalists and black artists, like, trying to, like, be down with the cause. Mm -hmm. Like, you can care. Like, you can tell that these people care. Yeah. But, like, they know that the money is going to be nasty. They know that the money is going to be there. We need to do we need to do a march anthem. Mm. And that's, you know, but yeah, even though there wasn't like no that. march anthem for nothing. 
But marching forward, not marching. Yeah, marching forward <laughs> marching to forward. the next scene. July 7th, 2016, Mark Hughes's um yeah, he was he was expected as a as a suspect and everything in the fatal shooting of Dal- Dallas police officers. Yes, yes, talk yes. About I it. need to talk about that. Talk so, about uh it. I remember when this happened, when the shooting happened, yeah. I was I came home from cheerleading practice. Yeah. <laughs> and um and me and my mom turned on the TV and it was like two policemen. There was like a shooter downtown during um, a Black Lives Matter because I think this was after, and I'm forgetting. And let me look it up real, really quick. The death scene comes back for just a blink. And for everything. just a blink. That was interesting. I'm ready to get back into her. That's mother. That's mother. <laughs> They're just talking about the police that got shot. I can't. I literally. I'm searching up Dallas police brutality shooting, and and they're only talking about the police that got shot but yeah. um you if you know you what i'm talking know. about then you know what i'm talking about with the with with what happened in dallas right. um and after that there was protests going on and a black <laughs> man he had like a sniper and he killed about five cops Dang. and um Ooh, who said that what? Who, who said that don't don't do that <laughs> um but um he killed about five cops. And I remember me and my mom were like, what's going on? Like, what? what the, da, 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 da. Right. And um, apparently they found a man, but they just found a random black man who was who was holding a gun and they took his gun away from him. But they posted him on Twitter. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, they showed it. Yeah, they posted him on Twitter. And they everything. posted like, him on Twitter. We need this suspect and everything. And they were like, oh, we found the suspect. They posted him on Twitter. That's freaking insane. And that was wild. And um, but it wasn't him. Hmm. And uh I think Terrence is interviewing him. Oh, that talks about the Second Amendment and everything. Yes, okay, this is yeah. him. So, this is him right here. Yeah, we can move forward. Scene eleven and everything. Second he talks about the Second Amendment, the right to keep and bear arms. There mm-hmm. is no scenario to utilize the Second Amendment right for, you know, us type of people. Mm-hmm. You know, against federal agencies or just the state in general and everything. There's mm-hmm. no way we can practice this amendment without being brutalized and mm-hmm. everything. So he made a great point. Yes. And he talked about how the state's guns are bigger and better and, and way more than what we could imagine, which goes back to what happened with move. Mm-hmm. Um, move was a, was a black Panther type of organization mm-hmm. and um, Philadelphia. And they moved, they have re they have relocated to Spruce Hill, mm-hmm. but they are still active just more peacefully now. Right. Um, because you know they don't want what happened to happen again. Right. Um. That brings up a question: Have you ever seen or been in a very bad police type of situation? You know, regarding the police. Um. I mean, I've seen my mom get pulled over an amount of times. Um. But like, it never got bad. Of course, I would be scared. Yeah. But like, and I'm not trying to say that like my mom is like a criminal. <laughs> She just, you know, she began pulled over sometimes. And um I don't know, like of course I would be scared, but I don't think anything like bad has ever happened. Um, I do remember the police coming up to our house one time cuz like a car was outside on the street. Yeah. And it was like somebody's car and I think they were like that like they couldn't park there or something. I don't know, it was really confusing. And my mom was like, "Well, I'm the principal like of the school." You know what I mean? Like Y'all can stop tripping for real. I remember that. Yeah. Of course. I remember this one time um, last year. I was walking from the corner store and stuff like that, you know, and I saw this boy get, you know, ran down on by the police officers and stuff like that. And the girl coming out, her, a white girl coming out her car, mind you, the said, the said boy is a black boy and everything. And I think the boy with him was either light-skinned or, like, non-black or whatever. He was very ambiguous and everything. Um the thing about it is the girl hopped out her car. She pointed, that's him right there. And the police officers was like ran down on him. Um, I, I, I like go into the corner store and stuff like that. I come back out. The boy is on the ground and stuff like that, like around the corner and stuff. This is like near Cullen and stuff. And like a whole bunch of police officers keep pulling up. And I was looking at this boy. And, yes, I did record for a quick second and everything just to, just to record and show it to my parents and stuff like that. Like, look at this. And I think the boy saw me recording. He's like, hey, 
stay here so they don't do anything weird to mm-hmm. me. You I was told like, me that. that's interesting and everything. But I was, I had a little bit of anxiety and stuff like that because I didn't want to be that one per that one black kid in this whole group of black, uh, like police officers and stuff like that, pinning down another black kid and everything. That felt so. I just walked, but I stayed in the um, what is it called again? I stayed in the area and everything. And I peeped how this one police officer brought a literal shotgun. Mm-hmm. He brought a big ass shotgun. Another one had like a I don't want to say a machine gun, but it looked like it. Police mm-hmm. officers go overboard with guns, and that's what the story is about, basically. Like mm-hmm. police brutality is like you can't miss it. That's the sad thing about it. Like being a black person in America or just being in America in period, you're mm-hmm. never gonna miss black police brutality. Mm-hmm. Scene twelve. Um, they talk about we are the hunted and everything, but mm-hmm. we're back to Hotep Squares and everything. And Matt, and like Maddie says that like you know. Oh, yeah. Maddie tells us that, like, the police departments were infiltrated by white supremacists. True. Is that a hotel fact or a fact? And the contestant is like, it's a hotel fact. No, no, it was a fact. (laughs) That can't be true. (laughs) No, baby. Yeah. But, like, honestly, police officers are white white supremacists and everything, Mm -hmm. no matter if you're black or not. Mm -hmm. You're a white supremacist by default because, of course, police officers came, originated from slave catching and stuff, and that Mm -hmm. is white supremacy. Mm -hmm. Um but then they talk about how, like, Florence and Fl- this dude, he narrates, he says he's from, I don't want to say Florence or Forest, either or, Mississippi. I'm from mm-hmm. Mississippi, so that's interesting. Period. He lived where, like, if they step foot on his on his childhood lawn, his parents have the right to shoot said police officer or whoever the case may be, mm-hmm. you know, that steps on the property and everything. His parents always carried around a shotgun. They would, He says they would be met with a shotgun if they stepped on my lawn. Mm-hmm. That is so true and so true. He's there in, like, real. the deep country and everything. So, mm-hmm. like, I get it. Um, let's see. Then the KKK murdered Darren Seals, an mm-hmm. American racial justice, anti-police brutality, and anti-gun violence. Um activists from Ferguson, Missouri and stuff like that. I feel like you already talked about that. I stuff. did. Um, then, um, are we like, is this the, is this back to the hotel squares? They talk about the French owed Haiti. But yes, yes. Yep. He talked about how the French owed Haiti and stuff like that, but only meant moral depth and stuff. Right. The, 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 um, what is, what is it called again? The game show man or whatever. Yeah. He is funny. He's a little <laughs> witty and stuff like that, you know, bless, not bless, but his little white heart and everything. But, and then the boy, we come back to the boys and they talk about, um, reparations and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, and dudes like, you have wishful thinking and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Do you think that we would ever get reparations? I mean, I just, I hope, I hope, I hope, even, yeah. even if I'm 99 and, you know, e- even if I don't see it, right. I pray that my grandchildren get to have it and my great grandchildren get to have it. Yep. Um, I hope that I'll be able to see reparations, you know, to be given that money and for us to be fully reparated yeah. <laughs> for what we did yeah. for free. But um, I, I hope so. Yeah. um, You hope so, but do you think we will? I don't. Um, I really, I don't know. You know, I think that we should. I don't think that we will, though, considering the fact how wronged we are and stuff like that. We're like, we haven't gone, we haven't progressed to that point yet. Mm -hmm. You know, there was that stimulus check and everything, but that wasn't reparation. That was just, you know, COVID. And plus everybody got that, and I was like, what, like 2K? Exactly. Like, what Um, gonna 2K do for nobody? Exactly. So, like... I don't know if we'd ever. I don't think we will. We haven't got on that type of. We just need to make a stuff. demand for it. You know, there should be a bigger demand for it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We haven't gone down the path or the route of you know we should get reparations and stuff like that. We haven't gone through that whole little thing. I feel like that we should. Mm-hmm. You know, but anyways, um, should we get reparations? Of course, absolutely. Yeah. So then Terrence Nance is back. This scene is quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, he introduces Beware Better Have My Money. Bitch Yay! Better Have My Money. Um, it's an app. And he he presented it like an Apple presentation or something mm-hmm. like that. That was interesting. He has on the little Steve Jobs. Literally. An app that contacts you to the that contacts you to the people that like enslaved your ancestors and they give you reparations. They post to serve you and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, with this app. It's kind of like, he says it's kind of like ancestry, this, that, and the third. Yeah. That was quite, I like that idea. That was a good yeah, idea. Yeah. And all of them got scared and wanted to leave the room <laughs> yes, and stuff did. like that. But they locked the doors. They, they were like, the, nope. 
nope. He said, we got a couple people for y'all. <laughs> he pulls out <laughs> black people. He said something funny, but I he forgot. Said, he said, you know, just to see. Just you know? to see. That was funny. Just to see what happens. That was funny. He said, just to see. <laughs> just to see. Just to see what happens. But, yeah, so then. Um, they were saying that, like, the reparations would be so big that they would have to hand over assets. Mm. They would have to hand over cars and land. and. I need that so bad. So they don't. We, they don't know. They just don't know. And I want to talk about something. What's up? Because I thought about this and I thought about something else. And I'm not saying that you know, Nance got sons, but Nance got sons. Because remember, there was an episode in Atlanta mm-hmm. about reparations. Because I wanted to shade Atlanta a long time ago. Ooh. But what um, is your beef with Atlanta? I'm gonna say. Gotcha. But um, Atlanta, there's an episode about reparations. Where um, there's this woman, no, there's this white man, and, like, we're going throughout his daily life. And one time, like, outside of his work, there's a black woman with a megaphone. She's like, uh, you owe me and my family, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Like, it's time to get reparated. And um, they're, like, talking on the radio about it, like, man, they're trying to get me for these reparations and da-da-da-da-da-da-da, you know, da-da-da. And then you switch over to the black radio station. They're like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, how, like, you know, how it would really be if, um, if we were reparated or whatever. Exactly. Not saying that, you know, reparations is, you know, Terrence Nance owns to talk about that in the TV show. But um, it was interesting that this in season one and especially in season two, even though season two was came out after that, you see. But it was probably written before that. Probably. But you see that um, you see that people are getting reparations like millions upon millions upon millions mm-hmm. of dollars. And I thought about that. And, um, okay, so here's the beat that I have with Atlanta. <laughs> there are barely any black women main characters except for one, which is Van, and she's light-skinned. Light-skinned. Light-skinned as ever. And um, Shout out to Domino, though. I love her role. Yes, love Domino. her down. <laughs> Domino. <laughs> but, um, but um, you know, a lot of people, especially critics, kind of went towards um, Atlanta more than Random Max of Linus. And, um, you know, Donald Glover is, I feel like, a more of a palatable black creator. You know, he has him a little, you know, a little white wife. You know, he got his little light-skinned wife on the TV. And, you know, there's barely any black women on the show. And if they are, then, you know, they're usually causing problems or, you know, being a bit annoying or being a bit problematic on this, sh- on, um, you know, Atlanta, mm. you know. Yeah, child. So um, there's chains on it and stuff like that, you know, um, there's this thing that people want to put, or they're trying to, but people want to put Harriet Tubman on a dollar bill and stuff yeah. like that. I don't know what that uh, would. Back. Um, I was talking about how like putting Harriet on the on the dollar bill and stuff like that. Would we be behind that and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. I would only be okay with like, yeah, with you know, dollar bills and stuff like that. Like, I mean, like it would be on, cool. It would be cool and everything. But, but like, what it would, would that like, do? You know, it's it's not productive. It's not. it's not productive. I would only be okay with that if you I know, was getting I was reparations thinking, and everything. We don't I was get thinking something. What's up? Uh, I was like, uh, why people going to continue to give us statues if we keep on letting them give us statues? Mm. You know? Like, okay, well, we don't want no more statues. They think the statues are enough. They think these monuments, this and the third is just enough and everything. But yes. what does this do we for have us? To, we have to, we have to, you know, cause some, cause some anarchy exactly. and, and, and get what we deserve. Exactly. We can't just sit down and be like, well, they gave us a statue and just let that be it. That doesn't help us at Why all. Why people going to continue to give us statues if we keep on letting them give us statues? The next scene, it talks about dating apps and stuff like that. And Jerry Springer pops up. That's interesting. That's wild. Um, Jerry Springer did an, an terrible damage to the black community. Terrible. Very terrible damage. Um, and so I put a star by this scene because I have a huge opinion on it. Go um, ahead. Black women not being the most um, wanted on dating apps and stuff like that. Is mm-hmm. this crucial? Should we know this? I feel like everybody knows they like this and everything. And rubbing it in the face can really, like... It's not really doing much and stuff like that, you know. It's like it's raising awareness oh. and everything, but like black women already know this and stuff like that. Black women already know that like they're like the least desired and stuff well, like that. Well, well, I mean the black women in the uh, the black women, one of the black women in the show don't. Oh well, and it's a show. They're acting, and so like, <laughs> will this make people want to swipe on black women now? No, that makes it non genuine and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just oh. Well, they just said this. Let me start swiping on black women. No, keep it. And so it's like it. So like, there's this thing that like Steph calls her and like uh, this white woman. This white woman calls her. It's like she want to. I want to talk about the harsh realities of the dark skinned woman. It, it's it gets tiring and stuff like that. You know, they talk about how like you know 
uh, it's just uh, you know this dark skin talk and stuff like that. I don't know what it does for us. You know, it's no shade to um, Terrence and stuff like that. But I don't mm-hmm. know what this is probably an error in writing and stuff like that, in my opinion. Because like, I don't know what it does for for us and everything. Like, it's like it just keeps rubbing it in our face and everything, and you know, let us know and stuff. Maybe this is for the next person to know. Well, <laughs> if when you do this, this is what's happening and stuff like that. Maybe it's for that. But I would just like to say that like stuff like that. It doesn't really help in everything for me and stuff like that. For the dark skinned people that I know, it doesn't really help for us. It just rubs it in our face and make us feel like more okay, like mm-hmm. like okay, it's just more slaps in the face and everything. You I know? don't think it's meant to help. I just think he, because I'm sure there were a lot of white viewers with this too who probably don't know. I mean, kind of know, but you know, don't really know about the the stuff that black women really really go through. Mm. Well. This is my dark skin perspective. But like, but like these white, oh yeah, then they talk about these white women are liars. Welcome to America. <laughs> like that was funny scene and everything. Mm-hmm. These white women are liars. Of course they are. That's what is, is built off of that. Mm-hmm. But hoteps think Michelle Obama is God and stuff like that. Also, I would like to backtrack actually. Okay. I had to get off dating apps and stuff like that. Dating apps are like so, I don't know. It works for some people. It works. It doesn't work for some. It worked for me, but I don't want it and stuff like that because it's not. It's so weird. For, you know, it's just dating gaps are so weird. Have I've you never, ever been on a dating app? Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. So yeah. But anyway, they talk about how like the hotels talk as if most Michelle Obama is a god and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, she's like a water type of goddess. You know, she like came from the ocean and then she went onto the earth. And then uh, she didn't like how Earth was treating her, so she did, like, big old hurricanes. And this is all from Michelle Obama? Yeah, okay. I'm not behind it. Um, <laughs> it's, it. You know, it's like the, oh, I don't, I, I, Michelle Obama, you cool, and everything, like, slay, black women in power, slay. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, like, it's the overhypeness and everything. Like, they, they overdoing it and stuff like that. Like, she ain't, she ain't. All that. <laughs> I would like to say Michelle Obama isn't all that to the point where she's like a goddess and stuff like that. She's a respectable, respectable woman and everything that I can give my respect to and stuff like that. Like, okay, slay queen, slay. But she's no goddess and stuff like that. I feel like mm-hmm. that's big. That's a bit deep. But I feel like that's what the whole tips think and everything. Right. But yeah. So the final scenes and stuff like that. They talk about cook. I like I, the final scene was probably the most juiciest and everything. Mm-hmm. Not of the episode, but it was very juicy and stuff like that. Um, it talks about like cookouts and family ba- gatherings can be so horrible. Have you ever been around a group of grown men and stuff like that? And they talk about, oh, so and so gaining some weight and everything. Oh, she gonna get big like her mama and stuff like that. All that good stuff. That stuff is so heartbreaking to hear and so weird to hear and everything. Mm-hmm. Because the men that's making these comments about this woman's weight and everything, this girl's weight and stuff, be having beer bellies themselves and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And there's no shade and everything. You know, work your body how you work it. Don't put down the next person, especially a black woman. Mm-hmm. You know, and like in like pretending like you're concerned for her health and everything no y'all are gossiping purely gossiping about a woman's way i feel like everybody talk about how like when a girl start growing up they talk about how the girl oh oh, she's gaining and stuff like that she's letting herself go that is so disgusting and so Mm -hmm. weird um have you ever had a weird moment at a family gathering before Hmm. let me think like an elder and stuff like that like an auntie or uncle i mean of course i've had like little comments about my body not really bad Mm -hmm. i mean people talk about how tall i was Mm -hmm. a lot Nothing necessarily bad. My mom would never really put me around people like that. I think she knows. My mother, thankfully, kind of knows who the weirdos are and know who I can be around. And, you know, I think she was very, you know, knowing and protective of that and just kind of, like, knew, like, okay, be over there. Don't come over here. You be over there. (laughs) Just, like, you know, she was very protective of me in that way. And, you know, I never really heard anything about my body from Family members. I mean, I'll talk about that off mic. Mm-hmm. But, um, but like at a family gathering and stuff like that, uh, I mean, I mean, I heard stuff about my hair. Oh, yeah. That whole thing where, like, I don't know what's wrong with this generation and their hair and stuff like that. Whole time, homegirl be having a bad silk press. Mm-hmm. Whole, whole time, she got heat damage and everything. It's no shade. <laughs> but, like, Comments on, like, younger people here for being so nappy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You are enforcing that anti-blackness and everything as if, you know, all black hair is beautiful and stuff like that. Like, whether it's this, that, a third or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I don't know. That that 
that that what I had to deal with and everything. Like mm-hmm. the whole talking talking mess about other like black boys' hair and stuff like that, or like black girls' hair and stuff like that. That stuff is so backstabbing and weird and mm-hmm. everything. I'm not. I don't. I can't get behind that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not loving. And when you're based off of a family with love, that's not loving. That's messy. That's gossiping. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird. Very. I want to be around you if you talk like that. Mm-hmm. But so. Does that wrap the episode of random of random acts of finance? Well, <laughs> we're going to do last words. I have. OK, here's my last word. Read the article by read the article by the author, Kiese Lehman, which was which was what Terrence was um, quoting in the episode. It is a very, very good, very good article. It's called I am a big black man who will never own a gun because I know I would use it. Mm-hmm. Very good article. Go look it up. Go read it. It's beautiful. Thank you for listening. Thank uh, Drea. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. Episode What's your three, last word? My, I'm saying my last word. Okay. Um, thank you so much for <laughs> listening again. And um, I love that y'all are still here. If you're still up here streaming the, the, the episodes, you're highly appreciated. Yes, we um, love you. Episode three. Fun out of here. Stay tuned for episode four. It's we might have a guest next time. We might, you know what? Yeah, we might just have a guest next time. It's like it's fun. We have fun here. Yeah, we do. We have fun here, everybody. Even thank you so much the for solo, coming. The other uh, uh, the solo episodes do feel very like empty. I'm with my baby. Mm, it's it's something close. I'm with it's my something baby. Something intimate and everything. So everybody, thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much. Um, we love you. Mwah. <laughs> <laughs>